0: The Premier League gambling podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100 and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T, state. Restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from... Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Uh, today is, I need to stop doing this because I never know the date. Thursday the 24th, third Thursday the 23rd of February. And we're yeah, to preview A, the EFL Cup final, the Carabao Cup between Manchester United and Newcastle United. And then also um, all the Premier League games, seven or eight Premier League games at the weekend as well. So here across all of that. And joining me uh, as ever is the late Mr. Barry
1: Penaluna. Barry, how are you doing? I'm not fucking dead, Malcolm. <laughs> no, <laughs> but you are late. <laughs> fucking hell. I'm I'm all right today. Five past ten, that was all right. Right. I, I was for the start, right, you say what you're gonna
0: say and then I've got I've got a bit prepared for this. I,
1: I've been Go having on. a bath. And there was a yeah. big game of football on tonight And we are yeah. a football show So I don't know if you yeah. want me to get out of the bath Before my new game's finished But that's not happening So, um, you know, we've got to finish watching the football So that we can talk about the football So, uh, perfectly acceptable tonight Arrived at five past ten That's, that's okay for me, I'm happy with that
0: Yeah, I, well, I also had a bath I also watched the football uh, It was six minutes past ten So not five past So what I've decided, Baz, is here's, here's what I'm thinking Um... For every minute late you are, if you put a pound into the pot, so tonight would be six quid, and we'll cut it. And then at the end of the season, maybe like the last day of the season, we'll like run a competition for the for the listeners, and they can they can have a free bet. We'll give a free bet away with all your late
1: minutes. What do you think of that? As long as you stick in a tenner for every time you're a day late. <laughs> right, okay. I'll I'll end up twenty quid in you'll end up about four thousand pound in by the middle of May, Baz. Um, yeah, so you ready on Sunday night this week? No, no, I'm not are you. There's a tenner.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, on top of the last one. Um, right, when we just got online here, Baz, on this little stream before we started recording, what was the very first thing I said to you? Do you yeah, remember?
1: I've got a shiny head.
0: I did say, Barry, your head looks very shiny tonight,
1: very and you shiny. replied... The that I've, <coughs> been in the bath. I've had my little trim for the weekend, because I'm on my way to London, Um so I don't like to be fully fully shiny by the weekend, so you've got to get in a couple of couple of days early to trim that, so we got to...
0: Yeah, i am going to come and stick me uh, sunglasses, like yeah, Stevie Wonder with me sunglasses on. What we had to about that, though, like... Say, like the IT department would come in with a hundred pound haircut, and I wouldn't even blink an eye, not say a single <laughs> word. And then you That's turn up, and head. the first thing I first thing I said, hello, oh, no, Baz, your oh, head looks shiny tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yes, excellent. Good bad. Yeah, so there we go. A minute in the pot, and Barry's shiny head. Um right, so what we'll do is uh Baz, it's the big game on Sunday. Uh, we'll come to that uh in 10 minutes or so we had some midweek stuff that we threw some darts at um some european stuff we dipped our toe last week into the champions league and the europa league we did the same again this week five games um i feel like i handicapped them okay without an awful lot of success i went two for five so i mean i lost just over one unit It's not the end of the world you take that most weeks like um so yeah a little look back um the game of the week, really. Uh, Liverpool 2-Real Madrid 5 on Tuesday. Um, firstly, this was very funny. Let's get that out of the way. I very much enjoyed that. Um, the over two and a half was the pick. Everybody was on goals. Um, I took the, the big one, the 11-1 to one shot that I threw out, was both teams to score in both halves. It's two all at half time in Madrid school after 47
1: minutes. I'm three quarters of the way there, but yeah, yes, i forgot you'd put that one out,
0: to be honest. That, that was 75% amazing. of the way. I gave that to Moon off as well. He DM me again. Um, obviously my, man Darwin Nunes, hashtag streak, uh, Kieran, uh, hope you won a few quid on him this week, two in a row. Um, and then, yeah, I couldn't get one over the line. And then after that, I'll, I'll crack on, Baz, because I'll, I'll hand the bat on to you. You did all right on Tuesday. It was Frankfurt nil, Napoli two. Took over two and a half. So we lost uh, the red card to the Frankfurt strike. I didn't do me many favors. But Tuesday night, Baz, was our, uh, that was our headline of the week because you pinned everything.
1: Yeah, Tuesday was really good. Um, I took the Real Madrid team goals. I think was my pick on yeah Team total thinking, it was, yeah. 13 to 8, I think it was. Yep. Um decent price. Uh good start there. Napoli, I took Napoli team goals over 1.5 again, and I think that one was around the Evens. Um I put that out on TikTok as a double actually, paid out 92, the double, so that, that was good. And I'd also put out Ossiman, uh, anytime score. Yep. seven to four. Um when we put that out on the night. Um by the time it kicked off, I think it was into about eleven to eight. Um his prices had shortened for everything, but that hit easy enough as well. So Tuesday night yeah, was definitely my, my best night of the week. Um hit all three players there. So, yeah. You had
0: um you had O'smen on your wall of fame earlier on, Baz, but we had to turn yeah. that off 'cause the the green screen and your shiny head were a little combo and it brought the internet crashing down.
1: Green screen issues tonight, so I've had to pull the uh, Pull the screen down, and now you've just got yeah. cow, the cow on the wall behind me. Uh, yeah, uh, the cow. I just had a message from Greg. He must be watching live. He's said he's yeah. commiserations on my death. The late Barry Penaluna.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, get on time. You'll be all right. Uh, Wednesday night um, was into one Port O'Neill. Took both teams to score. This was my dodgiest of picks, really. Um, but red card again uh, red cards in both games that's my excuse for losing both of them and then Leipzig won Manchester City won, took the over three and a half goals there's nowhere near really Um, I've been taking both teams to score in all the Man City games, it's been a bit of a train and I should have just stuck with it I don't know why I jumped off it really Um, in Man City, Baz are so unreliable man I don't get, I don't know what they're up to really, so yeah, how was your uh, Wednesday night picks?
1: Yeah, uh, well, Napoli-Porto was good. I took the under 2.5 Then Yes, I? you did. Nice. I, I swerved you and went on the unders. Um, and yeah. then the City game, I, I took the over 2.5. Um, that was chances, wasn't it? There was a penalty shout at the end. Did you see the handball in the last minute? No. I didn't even bother checking it. De- definitely no. a pen for me. Um, even the referee. Who's the referee they get on BT Sport? Peter Walton. Oh, yeah. He always, he was never... Ever. Never never disagrees with a refereeing decision, even he said it was a penalty, so it must have been. Um, but yeah, over two and a half felt a little bit unlucky there. I thought once it got to one, one, I, f- I fancy my chances. City weren't great, like bit of a pattern, though. You know, most of these bad results have come when uh Kevin De Bruyne's not involved, yes. Last night they didn't start him against Spurs when they got beat, yeah. I was thinking back to the Southampton game in the cup when they got battered, yeah, Boy, they didn't start that one. Um I mean, he was ill last last night. So, you know, nothing he can do there. But obviously the Spurs game, he was fit. He was on the bench. Um, and, it's, and he just makes them tick. Like, so, yeah, it's a fine result for them, isn't it? They'll, they'll fancy their chances back at home next week. Uh, yeah, so, Guardiola yeah. does like
0: to prove that he can do stuff differently. That's one of his, kind of one of his uh, pitfalls, I think. That he, he always likes to prove that he does know better than everyone else. Or sometimes... Uh, play your best player might just be the uh, the, the most straightforward thing to do um, tonight Manchester United 2 Barcelona 1 took it over 2.5 um, cashed that at 9-10 to 10. I think you took Barcelona team two, total uh, so yeah. that one went down but um, good win that for Man United I was uh, I was thrashing around in the bath with delight when uh, Lewandowski knocked that pen in and then yeah man you came back and, and uh, good win they're in form
1: yeah, I mean, uh, I was sort of willing them on in the morning, s- Barcelona in the second half to try and get the equaliser. I think all those Newcastle fans are hoping for extra time, penalties, and a yeah. long drawn out night for, for them tonight. But, but yeah, really good performance, good good result, good win. Um, I took yeah, as you say, Barcelona goals. I did fancy the over two and a half, and then I decided they push it a little bit and go uh, go on the Barcelona. Side. I I fancied them to get a couple, and off to a flying start really. Uh, early goal for Barcelona was was perfect, and then. Nothing nothing more from there. But uh, I did but the one thing I, I did get right on this was I said the cards um we didn't, oh, the yes. prices, uh, we didn't have the prices the other day, but I'd said to keep an eye on it. Um I thought it would be around the four and a half mark. And sure enough there were six cards. It was exactly what I thought in the second half, tight game. It was yeah. A little bit chippy, lots of cynical fouls, you know, trying to just break things down when it, you know, Man Manu were trying to hang on. Um lots of chippy stuff exactly what you sort of expect in these tight cup games. Um, so, yeah, six cards we ended up with on there. I think there could have been a few more as well. But, so, yeah. I think sort of, with that as well,
0: as it was happening, I was thinking you probably could have named some of the players that were going to do it. While yeah, I was sitting, definitely. I actually listened to the second half on the radio because um, the IT department and Bob were watching some junk through there. And I started actually making some more notes about the weekend games, just um, in games that I think... Uh, mainly in the, in the cup final. Um, just for that reason, because I did think that you could have pinned, um, th- they've got some usual suspects. who were yellow card suspects. in Newcastle very much have as well. Uh, so we've we'll come to that in a little while. I've got a new candidate for the titlist, list, Baz. Uh, like I say, I listened to the radio uh, in the second half. I love sport on the radio, one of my all-time favourite things. Um, Peter Schmeichel was on co commentary tonight. Jesus wept. By all means, you know, support your own team. But it was the most one-eyed partisan thing you've ever ever heard from the first minute the penalty was definitely not a penalty that's not a foul that's not a foul that's our throw it that's a, not a corner it was a, it was ridiculous like it was like a parody um so yeah I mean Peter Schmeichel's always been on my tit list um but yeah we have we haven't um had the tit list out for a few oh, yeah. for a few days and uh, it it got mentioned in the discord channel this week so um yeah, Peter Schmeichel, the list is back and Peter Schmeichel uh, is very much on there. Uh, right, OK, we've got lots of stuff to get to this week. Firstly, we'll get to the EFL uh, Cup Final. But first, I will tell you um, about our headline sponsors here on the Premier League Gambling Podcast. The Winbet, the official sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Winbet active in a bunch of states and tons of way to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, aka WinBet. Build Your Own Bet. Great promos, odds and payouts happening right now at Winbet. If you're ready to play, sign up, receive a special offer, bet $100 and get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long-shot party of the week, you'll get a $1,000 free credit. Notice you so sports am to, to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that Baz and Lee sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash wynnbet. Offer subject to change, tees and things at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older, present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you were someone who has a gambling problem, call one 800 4700 And the SGPN Merge Store continues to add new items to the store every day, Head over to store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get your favourite shirts, hats, sweats, and hoodies. Um, my personal new favorite item, Baz, is the ones that we're trying to get out of the customs people. Have we have we managed to free our hoodies yet?
1: <laughs> no, we've got a tax bill on it, haven't we? 85. We're paid, still I'm not paid. we're not paid we're to get it out of quarantine. So yeah, we did order, well, we got sent some SGPN merch and uh HMRC have fucking got us. They've, they've, they've quarantined it, they're holding it hostage until I pay customs fees, VAT, fucking release charges, 85 quid, that's setting us back. So It's yeah, an I absolute swiss, isn't it? Aye.
0: What a racket. Um, so yeah, we'll have to free our gear um, from his majesty's uh, customs and excise right Baz we're going to have to talk about this um,
1: oh, I've dreaded this Malcolm I really I've have I've dreaded this all day what I new sent me a message saying we're going to talk AFL Cup final first and I was like oh, do we have to it's well, it's the great. big game of the weekend it is. Yeah. It just
0: just so happens that for the first time. I mean, if you if we had started this podcast at any point in the last forty six years, Baz it would have been absolutely fine. Uh, it just so happens that Newcastle have made the final for the first time in forty six years. What I thought was Baz. I mean, hey, to a handicap, it's like, for example, shown in the Philadelphia Eagles before the NFL before the Super Bowl. All, all week, you listen to all the shows, and he's just going, your Philadelphia Eagles are going to win this. Go Birds. E-A-G-L-E-S-E. Ne- bullish to a T. Never not short of confidence. Um, and he has me just, I'll be depressed, like clinically depressed since the final whistle went in the first leg of the semi Like The entire thing has just driven me absolutely up the wall. Um, did we try the reverse jinx, where we just say, man, United are going to win 10-0 like that last from last week? Um, So I think what I'm going to do, Baz, I'll just asterisk for the people this next five minutes of the show um, and just say that me and Baz aren't thinking straight. So anything that happens in the next five minutes, anything we tip, ignore it, go and make a cup of tea, do what you want. But yeah, we're not in our right mind where it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest for the next five minutes. So having said that, the ninety-minute betting on Sunday is Manchester United six to five plus one twenty. The draw is twenty-three to ten plus two thirty. Newcastle are twelve to five plus two forty. To lift the trophy because we got extra time and penalties, Manchester United are eleven to eighteen minus one sixty-three. Newcastle twenty-three to ten plus two thirty. I uh, handicap this in two halves. Bars, I'll run through the first few bits and bobs and give my lean um, of the actual match and then like I said I did pick some other stuff out because I wanted to pick some bets out that I could win that didn't necessarily affect the outcome of the game do you know what I mean so I could still win me bets um, even if Newcastle win 5-0 or lose 5-0 or anything in between Um, we just talked about Manchester United against Barcelona Uh, mind you they have been in good form uh, scoring goals, Rashford was on fire didn't score tonight um, gave us brief hope when he went down injured, like the 90th minute there, hoping that uh, he wasn't going really to get back up, but he did. Um, I mean, there's still parts of games where they look very vulnerable. They were 2 0 down against Leeds quite recently, the first half against Leicester. Um, they were, I mean, they're scoring goals, um, over two goals per game in the last eight, um, but they are conceding on average. Uh, Just over 1. I think it's 1.02, something like that. Uh, Tonight was a big game. uh, Big physically and emotionally. They've put a lot into that. Um, And it's only, what, 56 hours or something till till this game kicks off. So can they get up for that again? Um, Newcastle, no doubt about it. A little bit of a blip um, at the moment. We've just stopped winning. Uh, We hadn't started losing until last week. the, The game against Liverpool which was a bit of a mad one. That's only the second game that Newcastle have lost all season. Um, but yeah, they have stopped winning. That Liverpool game, obviously got away from them early. Then there was the badness of Nick Pope getting sent off. We still ended up with an XG of over two. Uh, Bruno Guimaraes is back in the midfield. He was absolutely key. However, you could probably offset that against the fact that Nick Pope was suspended and were having to play Carrius in goal. Um, so yeah, I tried to make a fair evaluation of it, Baz. But um, Man United scoring goals. um, I can't see them blanking at the weekend. Uh, We've been conceding. We conceded readily against Liverpool. Bournemouth got one before that. Um, So I think, I, I can say, I can't see Man United not scoring. Especially with Carrius and goal. Good luck to him, by the way. I didn't realise what a great, big, good looking man he was still this week. Um, and I'm going to get that pink denim jacket as well, by the way. If I've never, like, never, I would have thought there'd be more me than when I saw him in that pink denim jacket pass. Um, so so I'd get distracted by the pink denim. However, I think they, they concede plenty chances and goals as well, Manchester United. Uh, I say it's a big game tonight as well. Um, and Newcastle have been making chances, just not taking them. So, saying that, bet first bet I've got is both teams to score, which is at a price of four to five minus 125. Um, uh, the one twenty-five. The one-one full time is at five to one, um, and then I think Newcastle can get an extra time winner. Buzz, um, a winner, any winner in extra time is plus five fifty eleven to two, which is a good bet. Uh, Newcastle to win in extra time is fourteen to one. I think, man, you get some tired legs, Baz. They put a lot into it tonight, uh, so we would scrape the one-one, um, and then we'll get them late doors. So, yeah, they they were my main leans on as as far as the uh, the outcome of the game goes, Baz. And I've got some card stuff, uh, but we'll let you uh, take over and give us your picks. Uh,
1: yeah, same as you. It's, it's a hard one, isn't it? I mean. Man, you are rightly going into this as, as favorites on there they? Just on current form. Um, everybody's writing Newcastle off, on not you, you listen to anything on the radio at the moment, whether it's five live, talk sport, everyone and their dogs saying it's Man United. It's, they, you know, don't give us a chance at all. Um, I mean, Newcastle are on a run of three without a win. In the league, uh, obviously, we won both of the legs in the semi-final against Southampton. But if you take them AFL Cup semi-finals out of the way, we've only won one win in eight. Like you say, they're just not winning any games. Lots of draws in there. Um, and let's not forget, you know, Liverpool are the only team that would beat us. They've beat us twice this season. You know, say Wedd beat us in the Cup as well, but that was a second-string team. Um And that 2-0 against Liverpool last week, that was only the... Fourth time all season that anyone scored two goals against Newcastle twice. Liverpool have done it, they, they, they put two past us. Man City put three past us in a three-all draw. And then again, in that Chef Way against the second string team, they put two. So there's not a lot of form in many teams coming to Newcastle or, or playing Newcastle home or away and scoring more than one goal this season. So I, I think that's one thing, the one positive we have got. The form isn't great, but, but the defence still is a really, really good defence. And I think that's that's what we're going to have to lean on if we're going to get anything out of this. As you say, Manu, no defeat in eight and only one defeat in 17 now. I mean, I've made a lot over the last few weeks of, of how sort of favourable that run was they had after the World Cup. Um, But still, 17, you, you know, one defeat in 17 is, is an impressive run against whoever you're playing. I mean, what stood out there is 17 games since the World Cup, like you look, we're looking. Yeah, at that's a, a lot in, in the Premier League. You know, if you look at someone like, Bournemouth or um, Villa or something like that, you're probably looking at form since the World Cup of seven or eight games. And man, you've played seventeen so far. It's, you know, and Leicester tonight has got to take its toll. Like, you know, it, it, there's a slight advantage to Newcastle there in the fact we finished Saturday tea time. I had Sunday rest, and then we've just trained all week for a cup final. Man, you will have a recovery day tomorrow. One day. Sort of training Saturday for this, um, and then they're straight back into it. So we've got to look for little sort of crumbs of comfort and things like that. Um, which leads me to think that you know we've we've got a bit of a chance. As I say, on current form, it's easy to see why everyone's saying Man United will win it, but let's sort of you know, Newcastle have got the best defense in the league, only 15 conceded all season. I mean, next best defensively, Arsenal and Chelsea have conceded 23. Newcastle are miles ahead of anyone in terms of goals conceded this year. Um, we have started conceding lately. Um, but I think if we had to get anything here, it's going to be in a tight affair off the back of our defence being in amongst it. Um, you know, we've played them already in the league this season, Drew drew nil nil. I mean, that does seem a long, long time ago. Um, you know Ronaldo was still at Man United then, and, and they were a different team to what they are now. But I just think what have Newcastle done done well lately? And, it, and there's been lots of nil nils and one one draws. Um, and similar to you, I think something like a one one m- might be where we end up here. Yeah. I, I give us a chance. I, I do. I think on our day, um, you know, we've given Man City a tough game. We've beat Chelsea. We've beat Spurs. Manu um, didn't didn't beat us at Old Trafford. On our day. Against these big teams at the moment, on how we're, we're playing well, um, and, and he comes up with a plan that that you know most of the time gets us a, a result. Um, I think we can do it again, but the, the the pattern for me, I mean, for a bet, it's the under two point five for me. Seven games in a row for Newcastle. Uh, as I say, the head head game at, at Old Trafford was a nil nil, um, and I just think. that's the only way we're getting something out of it is I can't see us getting anything if it turns out to be a bit of a shootout um, because we just don't score enough goals at the moment Um, so yeah the pick for me is under 2.5 I I don't mind the draw as well though Um, in the game I just and again like you say you've got to asterisk everything we're saying there's no way I could come on (laughs) here and say I think you are a great bet I just can't bring myself to do it yeah exactly Um, in current form at plus money six to five, they probably are a great bet. Um, but I'm not saying that. Uh, so, under 2.5, uh, and get on Sean Longstaff to score anytime nine to one. Jordy uh, to be the hero nine to one anytime for uh, longstaff. I don't know what price he is for first scorer. Get on that, get on that as well.
0: Uh, last week, Baz Terza took Sean Longstaff. What game was it? Ooh, we at Bournemouth shots on target. One or more it was round about two to one. Two or more was eight to one. Three or more was seventy to one. And he had the lot and he filled yeah, it all boy. up. He did I. Eh? Uh the last one was just a horrible rebound that he minged at the keeper. Uh in senters into absolute raptures. Like
1: um uh, what price is that under two and a half, Baz? Uh under two point five is seventeen to twenty.
0: 17 to 20, you know. Um, the, so the other market I looked at was cards. Um, firstly, for the same reason you just talked about the Manchester and Barcelona game. Um, this line here set at three and a half. It's either, when you look at these games, it are always at the three and a half and four and a half. And this one's come down to the th- uh, three and a half. So I love that over three and a half. It's going to be very yeah, similar. And the, the two kind of, now. yeah, um, the two kind of snippy teams. Um, and like I said, I'm going to name some of the players in a minute. Another, Better picked out. Baz was both teams to receive two cards or more. Um, is thirteen to eight plus one sixty-two. That's a great bet. So if we're going over three and a half, you know, I think and you know, I think we maybe even getting up the ladder. I think two cards each is perfectly feasible. Both of us are hoping this goes to extra time as well, so you get an extra thirty minutes for your money. Um, and then the players. Joe Linton is.
1: The crack Harry gets at least four people a week in a headlock um, you know, he's just plus... I bet William Alton, most of your bets are going to be 90 minute bets on those odds on the cards yeah of course they are nah are they Every, everything's everything's 90 minutes I thought the cards just ran and ran nah no way okay maybe not yeah, Um definitely,
0: definitely not so Joe Linton 13 to 5 uh, Fabian Shaw who is as mad as a bottle of chips. If I 3-0 up, you'll we'll do something mad, time-wasting. If I 3-0 down, you'll we'll try and kill someone. So on both sides of the wall, Fabian Shaw's 100 to 30, uh, plus 333. But my, yeah, my big bet, Baz, is the Bruno Double Boogin, Bruno Gomares, who um, was sent off recently, as well as amongst it, and is good for a foul. Um, Sort of sits in that guard dog position in front of the back four, which is a is a good place to get. Book takes a hundred to thirty, and then Bruno Fernandez, horrible twisty faced mackerel filled get. He was at it again tonight. Like he's an awful person. Um, seventy two plus three fifty. So if you double them two up, the Bruno double pays eighteen to one. Uh, for a double Bruno bar. So uh, I'm yeah, all over mate, that. That's I, a, that's I a agree. beauty.
1: I I agree. There's there's a lot of players in there who are. Or good for a bookend, particularly if it does turn out to be a tight game um, and it gets a bit sort of chippy at the end. Um, but, yeah, I don't, don't mind any of those plays. I mean, I'd looked at the, the line. I was surprised it was as low as three and a half for the cards. Similar with the corners. We know we've rode Newcastle corners a lot this season um, and they only need to get five to get around even money this, this time round, Even against Liverpool, down to ten men and, and, and well behind last weekend, we got six in the space of about a half an hour spell. Um, yeah. so we've got that in us and I think Newcastle cards again is is a potential one Uh, sorry Newcastle corners um, let's see over 4.5 Newcastle corners around 5 to 6 and then maybe just push it up a little bit
0: Okay, Um, right we've got eight Premier League games Baz that we're going to have to whiz through because uh, we left the the Newcastle segment a little bit heavy Um, unless we're Manchester United fan then send me and Baz some happy thoughts uh, some positive thoughts for for Sunday afternoon, I'll be at the match. Baz is going to watch it in London somewhere so we can join in the party after the game as we take over the capital. Um, so, yeah, um, send, us, send us some uh, thoughts and prayers, etc. Um, underdog Fantasy are back. Uh, underdog Fantasy is your home for off-season NFL. Best ball drafts. I've got me uh, San Diego Superchargers stop on the night. Uh, they've got you covered for a ton of other daily games, including NBA, NHL. And PGA, Underdog Fantasy is a great way to get down on your favourite player props if they're not available in your state. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN. You get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Okay, Premier League, Buzz. Uh, We'll do this a time and a half. Um, We've got some Friday night football. That's good. It'll distract me tomorrow night from... uh, not sleeping uh, before we head to London on Saturday. And the Friday night game, 8pm kickoff, 3pm Eastern time, is Fulham against Wolverhampton. Uh, Fulham are 11-8, plus 137. The draw is 9-4, plus 225. Wolves, 21-10, to 10, plus 210. Uh, Fulham are going well. Uh, got a good win last week, away at Brighton. It was a little bit lucky, proper smash and grab. Um... Fulham have turned into under 2.5 machines as well. Six of the last seven have gone into, uh, under two and a half. Uh, Wolves are doing better until the late win that Bournemouth um, put on them last week and Barry, Barry tagged Bournemouth for that 5-1 to one winner. And Wolves have been doing okay for me as well. I was kind of up on them uh, before last week. So I'm going to give them another chance here. Uh, they haven't been winning away from home, so I'm not going to take them to win. Um, but I fancy a bit of a stalemate here. Yeah. This could go, it's going to be no scoring, nil nil, possibly a one all. But I'm going to take the draw, Baz. Uh, nine to four plus two twenty five. What you got?
1: Uh, I think you've covered most of what I'm about to say. Uh, quite, quite obvious where I'm going. I thought it was quite a straightforward one. Fulham under five, un- unders, I said five league games in a row, as you say. Um, hello, Wolves bit of a mixed bag Wolves kept
0: having them threes didn't they they had a win 3-0 yeah. lose 3-0 kind of thing it was a well, weird run
1: The fought to the unders four to the overs so a bit of a mixed bag with them um, Wolves have lost three of the last five games now um, and, and they'll be looking to bounce back here but I think they'll be looking into that trying to keep it tight against the team Fulham who, who very rarely fail to score at home um, I think they've scored 10 out of 12 games at home this season and um, so I think Wolves are, are going to be, you know, trying to keep this tight. It's not going to be a wide open game. Mitrovic is a doubt with injury, which is which is always a blow for for Fulham if he's not there. Um, Wolves away from home have scored just eight all season. Um, so everything just points to the unders for me. And then further to that, you look at the head to head between these teams. The last seven head to head have all gone under two point five. The last. Four of those all went under 1.5 So you, you look at the last games 0-0, 0-1, 1-0 1-0, 1-1, 2-0 2-0 um, Just unders all over it And and the current form of the teams Leads me to think Nothing will be any different this time round It's a little bit short eight to 11 But but it just seems like a straightforward Take it and move on
0: Yeah, nice little pot builder Get your Friday night pot builder uh, You can fire some bullets on Saturday And Start firing them at the three o'clock games, ten AM Eastern time. First of which is Everton against Aston Villa. Everton six to four plus one fifty. The draws at eleven to five plus two twenty. Villa are two to one. Uh bars,
1: tricky one. This Everton Villa. Yeah, it is a, a difficult one to to pick, really. Back to back one nil home wins for Sean Dyche since arriving. Um this this sandwich a away defeated Liverpool. Um, so a bit of home comfort there for Everton since Diage come in, two clean sheets, two wins, um, and they'll fancy continuing that form with with Villa on a three game losing streak. Um, I mean the three game streak for Villa has been a tough one. You know they had Leicester City with with Madison coming back into the fold uh, and rejuvenated with him there, uh, and then City Arsenal. Uh, and Arsenal. And unlucky to lose against Arsenal as well, re- really late on with a goal that we thought could have been flagged for offside. Um, Villa did score in each of those three defeats recently. Um, picked up five across those three three losses, so they are scoring goals, but they also conceded eleven in those three games. So lots of goals in Villa games at the moment. Everton um, have as I say, two clean sheets um, recently at home, um, but that is only two clean sheets in the last thirteen games. Um, you know, prior to that, uh, they were conceding regularly. So I do think Villa can continue getting a score sheet. They're scoring in most games at the moment. Um, as I say, recent form for Everton's a, a very small sample size since since Deitch come in. Um so yeah, there's a couple of clean sheets there. I think Villa can can get past that. Um So I think um, all the odds seem to suggest the 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 unders, yeah. everything you look at it suggests this is gonna be a low scoring game. Um not, not as convinced. I think there could be goals here. Yeah. I think Villa have got a goal in them. Everton at home is a bit of a sort of revitalised, you know, place. A big atmosphere again. Now everyone's behind them again. Um, someone I'll mention a bit later with Leeds. You know, suddenly, you know, you get the new manager and just all of the moaning and whinging goes away, and it, you know, the place just becomes a happier place and an easier place for teams to to play at home. You know, um, I just think the overs is. Is decent value here. It's thirteen to ten. Um, oh, nice, That is a good. I get why it's why unders is favourite, and it, it it's off the back of, of just tightening up a little bit since Dash got there. But as I say, it is a really small sample size. Those those games under Dash, you know, one 0 one 0 and a two 0 defeat. So the unders has come in all three of them. Um, but yeah, on the other side of that, Villa are you know involved in games with goals. Both teams to score every time uh, in the Villa games as well. Um, and prior to Daesh, Everton, Everton's you know, the, the overs was hitting often enough, so I just think it's a bit of value 13 to 10 plus 130 over 2.5 goals for me. This one,
0: okay. Um, yeah, we said that sort of Everton's bread and butter is going to be home wins against teams which they, they were great against Arsenal, um, poor at Liverpool. And then I didn't know what to make of that Leeds game because obviously Leeds were in disarray. Um, and Everton won 1 0 with a horrible, fluky goal, like so. Um yeah, that was more questions than answers. Uh, Villa conceded those 11 goals in three. I'm not sure how representative that's been of their form. I thought they played really well against Arsenal. They hit the bar with about seven minutes left, going to put them three 2 up. Um, any game against Man City, you can kind of put a line through, even though Villa were competitive in that one as well. Um, I can't back everything. Um, I'm too unsure on them. I need to see more. I think Villa are live here. Um, I thought Villa played really well. Um against Arsenal and in part against Manchester City as well a 2-1 to one, um, against the Everton team that like I say it took a, a that cross it was a a cross that went in against Leeds won them that last game at home that won't be good enough to beat Villa it was good enough to beat Leeds I don't think that level of performance uh, is good enough to do anything against Villa um, so yeah give me Aston Villa uh, on the road two to one yeah, um, carry on the 3 o'clocks with Leeds against Southampton Leeds 18 to 19 minus 105 draw five to two plus 250 Southampton or three to one horrible game to handicap this one. Um, you've got to go a long way back before you find any green uh, in Leeds' form guide. It's all um, a few orange draws and then the majority of red defeats. The they just haven't won in forever. Like um, and they've also stopped scoring Leeds. Uh, that used to be their thing. They failed to score in four of the last five games. Um, Southampton won completely out of the blue away at Chelsea last week. Um, But I just found that really hard to evaluate as well because any result against Chelsea is a big question mark. I don't know what you make of it because, yeah, Chelsea are just a really odd team at the moment as well. The only course of action for me is to back the new manager, Bounce. Uh, I didn't mind him. He was all right in Watford, one of my best mates, is a Watford fan, um, and he quite likes... It's Javi Grassier, uh, the new manager. So in Southampton is still shit. So let's not beat about the bush. You got a 1-0 at Chelsea, um, but that's still crap. So again, I kind of leads have seduced me for about the seventh week running. I've really had pick leads every week. This week, I mean it's been a different reason every week. This week, it's a new manager bounce and just a little bit short of even money. So I'll take that minus one oh five on Leeds on the money line bet.
1: Yeah, I mean your notes are very, very similar to mine. I mean Leeds are now ten without a win, so it seems a little bit odd to be to be back in Leeds, out, but um they've just been pretty toothless, haven't they? Field score yeah. in four of the last five games as well. Um, and I've wrote exactly the same new manager in. Will will we see a response? Um I mean, will Southampton similarly have a, a, a no manager bounce, which is what they had last week. because um, <laughs> let's not forget they've they've seen off the manager as well, they just haven't replaced him yet. Um and I've wrote the same great result for Southampton against Chelsea, but but Chelsea are out of sorts. Um you, you sort of anyone feels they like can get it anyone can get a result against them at the moment. Um, and I've wrote similar to you, let, let you know you you said they're still shite. I said, let's not forget Southampton had six league defeats in seven prior to the Chelsea game. Um so they weren't exactly in great form going into that. And I'm not sure that game particularly means they they've turned the corner. Um, I struggle to find any real trends in terms of goals and overs unders both to score stuff like that. Um and similar to you, I've just got a slight lean towards Leeds here with a home crowd who'll be right behind them again. You know, Leeds, Leeds can be a good good place for the home team when things are going well. Um and as I say, I don't think the atmosphere's been great. People have been wanting Marsh out of there for a long time now. Um and suddenly that, that atmosphere will change and, and my in a, in a tight game, which is hard to pick, I think it could be just the, the little sort of... the one thing that nudges me towards Leeds, yeah. So, I did expect it to be a slightly bigger price. I thought it'd be plus money. A 19 to 20, I've seen as a price. I thought it'd be a little bit bigger than that. But but I still think it's fine for me. I'll take Leeds on the money line here. Yeah. OK, team ride on Leeds. Uh, we, three o'clock, carry on with Leicester
0: City against. Again, top of the table, Arsenal. Leicester 15 to 4, plus 375 the draw it three to one, and Arsenal seven to ten minus one forty two. Baz, um, Arsenal got lucky last week away from home in the Midlands. Can they do it again?
1: No, no. Correct any answer. Else? Next.
0: Any, nope. any further analysis required? Expand yeah. on that, Baz.
1: <laughs> no, I mean Leicester are one team who I think have turned the corner. They were in really really poor form coming out of the World Cup, um, and also going into it. I don't think now there they came out of it alright didn't they I mean they'd been yeah they'd been in poor form <laughs> I'm looking at the wrong I'm thinking, I'm looking at the fixture. I'm just laughing at you having
0: a full on conversation with yourself there Baz while we just all hanging the around waiting for
1: you yeah I was looking at the wrong thing I was looking at Arsenal's <laughs> fixture and thinking Christmaston's <laughs> form was, was better than I thought but no uh, they come back from the World Cup didn't they they lost three on the bounce um, went out of the League Cup to Newcastle um, I think what well, five games before they, they managed to get a win in the league, but um, strong performances 4 2 against Villa, uh, 4 1 against Tottenham, and that didn't think they were bad at all against Man United last week. Um, certainly in the first half, they started well, created chances. They had an XG of 1.5 in that game, so that you know they clearly had chances to get on the score sheet. Um, and they look like a team now that that's sort of a bit more confident going forward, um, a bit more of a threat. Um, and if this was a few weeks ago it would have been straightforward you'd take Arsenal there to, to get a really solid result against them but Arsenal have had a wobble they went four four games without a win two defeats to Man City they lost to Everton um, and that draw against Brentford and really they were a whisker away from that being five games without a win against Villa last week um, you know the score sheet says 4-2 but obviously one of those was a was an empty netter at the end wasn't it Um so, uh, I think Leicester can score here. Um, I mean, they the also haven't had a clean sheet in the last six games, they've conceded 10 goals in the last six games. Um, so there's definitely opportunities to get get goals, uh, especially with Leicester in, in the form that they're in at the moment. Um, I mean, it looks like a game that, that will have goals on, on either side, but I think. Those are a bit short. Both teams to scores four to six. Over point5 four to six. So I'm just gonna be a bit bolder here. I think I think Leicester will get on the score sheet. I think they can get do it more than once. Um and I'm gonna take Leicester to win. Outright. Money line four to one.
0: Uh love that, Baz uh, four, you were a bigger price than me. I, I claimed fifteen to four, but Baz has got them at four to one. Um I mean yeah, they took took seven points and scored 10 goals before that Man United game last week. And I took them team total. And you know, I don't think it was a bad play, even though uh, it didn't come in. And I mean, Arsenal were minutes away and lucky not to continue that wobble at Villa last week. No way I want to take Arsenal here at 7-10. to 10. Um, Like you've said, goals are live. Leicester's last four games, 3-5, uh, 6-4. Arsenal's last two, six and 6-4. Um, however, uh, Leicester's last home game, they smashed up Spurs 4-1. Uh, my pick, Baz, is Leicester on the money line. Um, and I'm going to quote some. Quote myself some four to one. I'll avail myself of some of the four to one. There's definitely uh, plus four hundred, I've shopped around. You can get four shopped around. Come raising tax free. Um, there you go. Team right ride. next up,
1: Team Right, Team Right again,
0: Baz. Team Dog. We need the uh, we need the dog drop from uh, from Sean and Ryan. The final three o'clock on Saturday is West Ham United against Nottingham Forest. West Ham are three to four minus one thirty three, the draw thirteen to five plus two sixty Forest at four to one. Um, West Ham kind of keep threatening a revival, but it hasn't really materialised. They've got one win in the last eight, which was against Everton when Everton were absolutely hopeless. They got a point at Newcastle, um, and that was kind of you were expecting them to kick on, and then they just haven't really. Um, I think and David Moyes is sort of under pressure as well. A lot of talk about him being gone. Um, Forrest somehow got a point um, against Manchester City last week when uh, Maid of Wood, Chris Wood, equalised late doors. But they are 20th in the away league table. They've only got six points from 11 games. Um, it's hard to take West Ham just because they're struggling. I don't want to take Forrest. Um, but I do think Nottingham Forest can score here. Um, They've been playing some decent football. Uh, Brennan Johnson's going okay up front. Um, They're still struggling at the back. They haven't got many defenders fit. Um, So the bet's going to be both teams to score bars, even money plus one hundred. That's my pick for West Ham Forest. What you got?
1: Um, Poor. I I don't like the both teams to score. Um, No. West Ham just one win in eight, as you say. Forest in slightly better form on the two wins, two draws, one loss in the last five. So the pick will be a point in in those last five games But seven of them came at home Where we know they're definitely a tougher proposition um, Away from home They're they're not so good They don't fill me with any confidence on the road against anybody Um, I've kept it really simple West Ham don't score many goals 19 goals in 23 games So West Ham one of the worst forward lines in the league Forest don't score many on the road Forest games have gone under seven games in a row West Ham game have gone under the last five in a row I'll just take the Unders. Again, it's a little bit short, but at 8-11, to 11, just neither team or... I mean, could you back either of these teams to score two goals in this game? I, I couldn't. So, you know, you can have your 1-1 and I'll have my Unders. You
0: will take the one all yeah. draw then, Buzz. Yep. No problem. Yeah, next up is the tea time game. Um, I bet the Americans think that's a bit weird. Well, I say tea time like it's just a normal thing. Um, I, mean, I think we're being very twee and Victorian. Uh, <laughs> tea time, tea time, kickoff between Bournemouth that's and you. Manchester City. I have to say, Yeah, I've got one on for uh, yeah. My emoji cup. Uh, five thirty. That's tea time, um, which is a twelve thirty Eastern time. Uh, kickoff between Bournemouth and Manchester City. Bournemouth nine to one. The draw nineteen to four plus four seventy five. Manchester City are prohibitive seven to twenty five. Minus three fifty-seven, Baz. It's the same every week. Um, how it, how do you it. handicap a minus three fifty favorite? What's going to happen?
1: I hate it every week. Yeah, it's it. and you're, just, you're straight away just thinking how many goals Have they got to score to make for me to land? that it's boring. Yeah, Asian how handicap team total. To team to- uh, and and I and I you know I've gone boring again. It just it's hard. I, you know I, I I felt comfortable enough to back Bournemouth last week to to get out of them the mess. Um, but this is a different different proposition altogether I mean as I say Bournemouth with their first win since November last week it's um, only one defeating four now they've had a couple of draws in there they've only conceded three goals in their last four so there's definitely a suggestion that there is some improvement for Bournemouth um, which is what I'd said before that Wolves game but prior to that they'd lost six in a row in the league um, five of those six they'd lost by two or more goals five of those six they failed to score um, and now they're coming against Man City uh, and it's it's tough isn't it I, I just I, because I, I want to back Man City on a handicap and, and take it goes yeah I, I think I'll, I'll justify that in a minute but at the same time they've only won one of the last six away from home Man City mm-hmm. um, three losses two draws one win um, you know the drum again last night against Leipzig we know they're defeats Spurs, beat them, Man, Man United beat them. Um, who else did they fail to beat? Forest. Yep. Um So, away from home, statistically, we should be looking at this and fancying Bournemouth to possibly keep it tight, given the, the, the current form. Um, and City just can't keep a clean sheet at the moment, can they? So then the question I've got is, can they score three? Um which they probably need to do to beat the handicap since they always concede. Um, and then again, I, I, I'm almost talking myself out of my bet because they've only done that twice <laughs> since the World Cup, scored three goals <laughs> on the road. Um, the only, But the two games where they did score three, they did cover the handicap. That was Leeds and Arsenal. I think three-one wins in both of those. Um, I have said they have played some good teams in, in that away run. Um, They've played Spurs, Man United, Chelsea, Arsenal, Leipzig, all since the World Cup, all the way from home. Um, I mean, they should have hit at least three against Forest last week. That you know, they created more than enough chances. Yeah. That just you know, it should have been a walk in the Let park. Let me say that
0: about you. could say that about Leeds as well, though. you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, but you feel like City are more. Geared up to bounce back from that sort of result, and that's what sort of pushed us a little bit. As City two do tend to bounce back after a disappointment. It's it's not very often they hit two bad results in a row. So they lost that Man United game, which was a was a big blow for them. But they went and beat Spurs and Wolves. The two the two after that, they lost to the Spurs a few weeks ago, and then they come back and beat Villa and Arsenal afterwards. So. Do have a, you know, a little bit of disappointment. They do tend to bounce back. It's not very often they hit a, a really rough streak. Um, so I'm going to take them to bounce back. Yeah, it's four to five. It's minus 1.5. It's boring as fuck. But Man City <laughs> handicap, minus 1.5 at four to five for me. Please. Well,
0: I left myself with no choice here, as I said at the top of the show that I had uh, not taken them. Both teams to score against Leipzig in the week um, when I'd been taking them. Both teams to score... Before that, and like you say, I think they kept like four clean sheets or something in 16 games. So Bournemouth did bits and bobs against Newcastle, made a few chances. Um, got a win last week as well so yeah I've backed myself into the corner yet I had no choice but to take the both teams to score uh, which is 18-19 to 19 minus
1: 105 if um, I had to write down what bet you'd take on that game, I knew it was going to be the both teams to score I didn't even look I don't, I wrote, don't dislike I was, it at all You know as I say they're they conceding every game at the moment so. yeah. and, and that's why I fully expect I'll probably need three goals from them to hit me handicap um, Yeah, I don't, don't dislike that at all yeah, my note. There's no notes there, but
0: my notes say I didn't even look auto play. Um, I've got like half a page of notes for all the games. I've got one line that didn't look auto play. Both teams to score. Um, next is the evening kickoff uh, on the grounds. We're keeping the uh, the periods of day in the right order. Uh, Seven forty-five, uh, two forty-five Eastern Time between Crystal Palace and Liverpool, where Palace are nineteen to four. Plus 475. The draws at 14 to 5, plus 280. Uh, Liverpool 13 to 18, minus 138. Uh, Crystal Palace absolutely bore me to death. They never win. Um, five of the last six have gone under two and a half. They nearly won last week and then managed to not win, conceding in the 96th minute at Brentford. Uh, Liverpool obviously saw them in uh, in person last week. There's no way you can bet Liverpool. Um, the only... I, I think there was a lot of Liverpool chat on the Discord channel this week, actually. People sort of talking about them maybe being out of the woods because they'd beaten Everton, but Everton never turned up at all that, uh, that game. And before that, they kept getting beaten conceded in three. They did beat Newcastle last week, but then they played a lot of the game with 10 men and they looked like conceding every time we went forward. And then they conceded five goals at home on Tuesday. Um, now, Crystal Palace aren't Real Madrid. Uh, Let's make no bones about that. Um, So, yeah, can't take Liverpool. Not interested. However, Liverpool are scoring. Uh, My guy, Darwin Nunes, is in fine form. Um, So, he'll be making an appearance later on at the end of the show. Um, Right, Palace will score. That's point one to this bet. And when they do, um, what I've got, Baz, I've taken my unit. I've chucked it up in half. Uh, both teams to score in the first half is 7 2. Both teams to score in the second half is 9 to 4. So we'll have half a unit on that. We could win both if both teams score in both halves, which they should have done, uh, Madrid, Liverpool the other night. Um, so yeah, Palace are going to get a goal, but I can see Liverpool scoring in both halves. Definitely. Um, but Palace are going to get a goal. So that means in one of the halves, one of those is going to catch. So split a unit up. You're not going to get rich. It's a little winner, though, Baz. Um, yeah, both teams have score in the first half, or both teams have scored in the second half, uh, and/or you could win them both. That's what I think.
1: When was the last time Palace scored two goals in a game? Uh, Nineteen eighty-one. If you get one of them, it's fine, isn't it? You, you'll take. Yeah, yeah. A goal in one of the half. Well, it's but it's Liverpool
0: though. Liverpool have conceded three. Brentford and Brighton and fucking they scored five
1: the other night. Newcastle they have scored seven. We only had ten men. Yeah, no, I, I get it. It's fine. I mean, I've, I've similar similar note. I mean Palace without a win in eight um they failed to score more than one goal in any of those eight games which is what I was why I pointed out the uh when did the yes. last score two in a game um three home draws in a row for Palace uh, and only two goals conceded in that time um suggests you know they are tight enough at, at the back at home in particular um and I've got, yeah, it seems to be like Liverpool have had back-to-back 2-0 wins in the league. Um, the win at Newcastle, again, looking at team goals, the win at Newcastle was the first time they've scored two goals away from home since Christmas. Uh, so they have been struggling on the road. You know, the goals aren't flowing away from Anfield. Um, and i have got five defeats in their last eight games, I think, on the, on the road. Um I'm still not convinced by Liverpool. Uh, I think a few got a bit carried away again, listening to the radio and on the talk shows and everything. After the win against Newcastle, suddenly everyone was talking like, they're right back in it, they turned the corner, this is it. Um, Christ, I mean, if you heard some of them, when they went 2-0 up against Real Madrid, that, that was it, yeah. they were going to win the Champions League, everything, and then suddenly it turned on its head, didn't it? Um, you know, they're definitely... Playing better going forward uh, at the moment, they're, they're starting to click. Those forward players, the likes of Gakpo and Nunes, as, as you see, are, are starting to get a bit of an understanding. Do well, but defensively, they're just a fucking shambles at the moment, aren't they? Um, as you say, we, you know, the they, clean sheet against us, but that was Allison had to have a very good game to to ensure they, they had a clean sheet against us last week. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm still not convinced they're back. Um, I still think they're going to struggle in games like this on the road. Uh, and I think my constraint knew to struggle here. Not confident enough to back Palace, um, but I'll take the draw, uh, 14
0: to 5 plus 280.
1: Okay, now, yeah, at about uh,
0: quarter past eight on Tuesday night, you could have taken your pick from 200 fat Irishmen live YouTube and fucking the game oh, from Anfield gets nice. right on my tit nice, end.
1: That's one thing. I think. Drives me
0: fucking mad. Oh, here we go. Go on,
1: Live Live fucking TikTok and fucking streaming. You know, not even watching the match, are they? Just talking to people, to their fucking 10 followers or something. So that pisses me off. And then another thing is, is, I meant to mention this last week. Obviously, people taking their kids to the match with a big fucking sign, begging for shirts. Oh, yeah. You can't be a fan of that, are you? No. Begging. I just think it's... Shit, like, you're just building this kid's hope up on a one in a hundred chance that he might get lucky. Like, if a, if a kid gets a player's shirt naturally, like, a player comes over, says a young lad, gives him a shirt, lovely, great fucking moment for that kid. But don't send him there with a sign making them get their hopes up thinking, I'm going to get fucking Bruno shirt. But the reason I bring it up is because, as you know, at the Liverpool game, I was second row from the front, wasn't I? <laughs> I was fucking yeah. surrounded by the fuckers with a signs. And the lad in front of me, as you know, man, as you know... I was in the Leasers end. Newcastle yeah. players don't give their shirts away in the Leasers end. They're going to go to Caligate, won't they? Yeah. Um, or, or the Milburn stand or whatever. So this lad in front of me, he's a Newcastle fan there with his father, pulls out his fucking sign, and it's in Brazilian with a Brazilian flag yeah, on it. Yeah, okay. Fucking Alison, can I have your shirt? Oh, Newcastle no. fan begging for fucking Liverpool shirts. Ah, fucking not having that, Malcolm. Drive me mad. Put it in the bin. Uh, yeah, he can get in the sea. Um yeah. that
0: was quite a lot of swearing, Baz, for, for one for, for for one sentence. Sometimes,
1: sometimes cool. I just things get me back up. My album. I can't
0: help that. Over or under at oh, no, no. eleven and a half F bombs in one sentence. Baz has cashed the over there. Right, one game left. and um, this is on the Sunday, so there's one Prem game on the Sunday, because the cup final is so the uh the later game. So one30 kick off, which is what do we reckon? Eight thirty Eastern time kick off between Tottenham Hotspur. And Chelsea, Tottenham 14-9, plus 155. The draw, 9-4, plus 2-25. Chelsea, 19-10, plus 190. Absolutely impossible to figure this out. Baz, go for it.
1: That's exactly what I've wrote Yeah, I don't know where to start with this. Um, Spurs had a comfortable win against the Toothless West Ham team last week. What do you make of that? Fuck knows. Prior to that, lost to AC Milan, battered by Leicester. Can't make anything of Spurs at the moment. Chelsea can't buy a win. And I mean, they've tried. They've spent about 400... And yeah, that's what I've tried. We have but, tried. Um, no win in five. Only scored one goal in the last five. Um, not much to say at the moment on Chelsea, really. It's just something isn't clicking. As you say, whether it's the players have are just not interested in Graham Potter, I, I don't know. Um, so I haven't rode a lot yet. I've rode Spurs home games. have gone under 2.56 in a row. Chelsea overall games six in a row under two point five. Um I couldn't back either of them on the money line. There's nothing suggests Chelsea are suddenly going to start scoring loads of goals. Um so it's the unders for me. Four to five. Take the Unders Move on. Yeah, pretty straightforward.
0: Um yeah all the same um inconsistencies really that you just talked about my main handicap of this was, was that I think uh, Potter might be done. And I think the Chelsea players might make sure that it's this weekend. Um, my bet's going to be Tottenham on the money line here. We've seen Tottenham, if they're going to win, I mean, they beat Manchester City at home recently. And um, kind of game where Kane and Son uh, will will turn up. They, I mean, Chelsea have only won one game in forever. And that was a manky 1-0 win against Crystal Palace. So... Um, yeah, I think I've talked quite a lot actually the last two or three weeks about this weird Chelsea. Uh, how they have this ability just to down tools and then play well when they want, regardless of who's in charge. Uh, and I think this might be it. I think they want Potter gone, and I think they'll make sure they do it on Sunday by losing. So, yeah, Tottenham on the money line for me, but it's not a confident player, even a little bit, uh, 14 9 plus. 155. Um, Baza, lead us off with your parley. I'm um, goal scorer and an underdog.
1: Play if you got one. Yeah, I've got one for each of those. Uh, got a little bit different with parley this week. So it's normally nice. team, team goals this week. And I struggle to find specific teams where I think, yeah, they'll get two, they'll get three. Um, normally there's always two or three of them jumping off the pages. So I went a bit different. Um, I went with both teams to score treble here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I've picked games where my me, me players have sort of suggested there'll be goals. So the Everton Villa game's the first one. Most of the odds there are, are, are in favour of being a low scoring game. I fancy the overs here. I fancy both teams to score as seems to be the case in most of Villa's games at the moment. So Everton Villa was the first one. Leicester Arsenal, I think everyone's expecting to be one of the higher scoring games of the weekend. Both teams to score again there. We have both took Leicester um, in that one, but I'll also take both teams to score. And the other one is, is one I think you took the both to score was Palace Liverpool, so Everton Villa, Leicester Arsenal, Palace Liverpool, both teams to score in all three of those games. Pays out just over ninety-two plus
0: four seventy. Okay, nice. Uh, I want a bit wild, with mine, Baz. Uh, Leads on the money line uh, with the bounce. Uh, with the new manager bounce. Um, I threw in Aston Villa on the money line because I'm not really having Everton. I think Villa have played quite well recently, and uh, Liverpool team total. Uh, over one and a half. Uh, that's my three, and that pays out ten to one. Uh, my goal scorer pass won't come a surprise. Darwin Nunes, uh, five to one first goal, seven to four plus one seventy five.
1: Any time. Who's your bags man? That one from Madison. Um, I fancy. Let's try to get some at Arsenal. I fancy goals in that game. Madison nine to two. anytime. Big price. Get on, Madison. Right, it's a big
0: price, yeah. Free kick, edge
1: of the box, top bins.
0: Uh, my underdog, uh, I'm going to stick with Villa. Like I said, the, the more I looked at this, the sweeter I was uh, on them. So, yeah, Villa 2-1. I think they're due a win. Um, I could have also thrown Leicester in um, at a bigger price as well and you say we have got the team right on Leicester at 4-1. But, yeah, give me Villa uh, with a little nod to Leicester as well, Baz.
1: Funnily enough, I thought about going elsewhere away from Leicester, having picked them up in the, uh, in the main picks. I thought Villa was was one I, I could have easily gone for but I've stuck with Leicester and my underdog for the week. Underdog of the week, Leicester to beat Arsenal 4-1.
0: Leicester for Baz. Okey-doke. And that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's all the picks made that are going to be made. Uh, anything else you need to tell us about, Baz, before we crack on?
1: Uh, there's a no lot from you me. You got it all off like, your chest. Just fucking just can't get the cup final off your mind now, can you? So yeah, I know. It's tricky. I'm
0: going to have to try and distract myself tomorrow. I'm mean, to watch a bit of football tomorrow night. Then I've got the drive to London with the old men on Saturday. Um, no idea what I'm going to do Saturday night. So yeah, uh, I'll probably speak to you. I won't speak to you, Baz. I'll I might drop you a little message after the game or something. But yeah, good luck. Enjoy the match. Stay safe. Um,
1: Only okay, Newcastle. You're not having a pint pre match in London, you're staying. I can't, I've got the three 80 year old men with his bass, like, yeah, uh, as well, you're well popping to a bar or anything, but um, I would take them for a pint, but I'm
0: not carting them up and down the tube station and into yeah. Trafalgar Square and all that. Shit. The whole point of me chaperoning them was that I can just keep them because they will try and go mad, the three of them, they're all nuts. Um, so I'm gonna have to put them on reins like toddlers. So no, I'll find a quiet pub and I'll buy them all a pint and say, don't move. Um, and then I'll try and get them in and out of Wembley safely. Um, so, yeah, if any Newcastle fans are listening, try and enjoy yourself. Um, tidy up after yourself in Trafalgar Square. You you've, Apparently you've got to take a bin bag now, Buzz. Put all your cans in, all I your cans. I've, I've any uh, Manchester United fans listening, uh, hope you enjoy yourself too. Um, and yeah, we'll be back we'll discuss it Um Either jubilantly or we'll make up some shit excuses on uh, Monday night, Buzz, uh, when we're back from the capital So, yeah, um, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, get in the Discord channel, give us a like, review. We will be back on Monday night, Sunday night. Um, good luck with all your bets over the weekend. Uh, and until Monday, we'll see you down the road. Cheers.